Welcome to The Word Podcast. I'm Seth Williams. And I'm Brendan Ward. And we're here to discuss all things local real estate, legal, title, market, and really anything else we can come up with. So stick with us on this journey as we talk about The Word. It's usually just not locked. Story of your life. Yeah, like doors much. opening doors left and right. Open. And opening doors. Yeah. yeah. I right. feel so, so fortunate. <laughs> so... <laughs> For those that, that don't know that voice, that is none other than Eileen Jonah from Century 21 Northeast, uh, illustrious realtor mm-hmm. to the wow. stars of Ward 1. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. 22 years. Luxury Lynn, luxury Lynn, real estate expert. Yeah. Yep. Former, former president of the North Shore Realtors. True. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. She's very into the Realtor Association. She's got it here. Her blazer had the Realtor pin on it. But right. So just catch us up on you, what you've been doing. Okay. So I have been selling real estate for 22 years, which seems incredible to me. Um, I feel like I've seen every single market there is to have in real estate, yet I the market continues to surprise bewilder me, teach uh, me, and make me change and adapt constantly. I think, you know, like I heard once, the only constant in real estate is change, and that's absolutely true. And so we have to keep working and understanding our market and our clients and our buyer's agents and our seller's agents and our attorneys and work as teams. But that's how I've remained relevant, if you will, in this market because I just keep networking with people and I talk to lenders and attorneys and other agents. So did did you always know you wanted to be in real estate? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. I I don't know that anybody is born to want to sell real estate, but I might be wrong about that. So Hmm. um, before I sold real estate, I sold computer software. Software as a service. Software as oh, it wasn't a even then. It was probably boxed software. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, <laughs> let's go way back. I sold dot matrix printers for oh company GCC Technology. Oh, yeah. where was so that? Good. Seriously, Bedford, Mass. Wow. Um, then I sold a font library. So before, <laughs> I know, like I'm aging myself here, guys. So do you like like a Helvetica? Or are you like a Times New Roman kind of girl? Garamond. My biggest sale was with US. I don't know if I can say all these things, but US <laughs> West. And they wanted their own custom font. Oh, imagine and how baller I that would be. Like, I'm so over the top. I need my own font. Yeah. That, and they that's were going to, you know, put it across their, all life of their goals. corporate collateral. Yeah. And so we had this design team of guys down in this dark basement who would literally like take times Roman and add one little inflection to it. And they paid, I, they paid $200,000 for that just wow. to have their so own. Mark my words. If um, I ever like win the you Powerball, can, you can get your own font the right two now for things like, I'm getting are my own font and I'm buying a seat you, in Congress. I don't know if those guys even exist I can get anymore. You, I can get you a oh. font. Can I be your font broker? <laughs> yes. Because if you're willing to pay 200K, dude, yeah. exactly. I got you. I mean, that that's that's like 1999 price, I think. Right. So it's probably more now. It's, it's probably, probably way point, more. It's probably $1.2 million. 1989. 1989 like pricing. Okay. Yeah. So that's like it's huge. 1.7 no, no. now. It was like a company yeah. win. Like, wow. All right. So that's really my claim to fame. Let's forget about slinging the fonts. Yeah, <laughs> font slinger. It was the slinging of the fonts. Wow, wow. But think about it. That was before printers came with like a font. I don't even think printers come with it anymore. It's all built into our computers. But back that's then, you had to buy a bundle of fonts so you could print. Wow. Yeah, I'm old. But you, but sales. All sales. All sales. Um. Yeah. All sales. 
And so, fa- so fast forward, you end up hopping in the real estate career. Yeah, so talk to, um, talk to us about that sales transition. My mother, so I'm second generation. My mother really did teach me everything I know, and now I've built on it. But um, she was working for Carlson. Carlson, Carlson oh, real back in the day, going way back, and um, she was breaking off because she had village at Stony Brook and village at Nell's Pond, which was basically like 80 new construction units, or at least wow. pieces of land. So she started her own independent company, Jonah Realtors, and I had, my kids were little. They were babies, basically. So I started doing, like, her marketing, her advertising. All you were good with the fonts. Business. Yeah, the yeah. fonts, yeah. right, all the Very fonts techie. and the printing. Um, and then just slowly, as the kids got older, I got my license, and I started. And so I kind of gradually got into it. Um, and those were bad years, too. That's when we were um, not in the beginning, but... 2007, yeah, so I'd been in it for about five years, and, you know, yeah, see you later. I don't know if, pe- you know, people that have just gotten into the market, we used to take listings, it would take three months, potentially, to even get buyers to come through, and then people would withdraw and expire the listing, and you wouldn't sell it, because it, they were just like, okay, we're not going Sick. anywhere. It's my favorite. As opposed to three, four to five days on the market. I know. Oh, that's not normal. No. Oh. No, but no matter what, you have to be listing in real estate. In order yeah, to list survive. to last. You have to. That's yeah. what I say. Colleague friend of mine said a real healthy market, five, six, seven months on market for a house to sell. Mm-hmm. Like we've just, I don't think I've ever even been in that in ten years, and yeah. I don't, and I don't think we'll return. I don't think we will either. I mean, there's just anytime. not enough inventory. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know that. I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but there was a time when sellers were having listing agents put into MLS. We will pay $2,000 over yeah. the commission for a buyer just to bring a warm body through the house, for yeah. God's sakes. You know? Crazy. Crazy. So everything's predicated by the market, right? No doubt. No doubt. And in your 22 years, I think you said. It's 23 now, but right. yeah. In, in your vast experience. Um, <laughs> I'm still learning every second. Yeah, but, day, but so you've God. definitely seen cycles. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think when we were talking offline about this, you know, one of the things that, that you said that I thought was super insightful was that depending on the cycle, and I think you just kind of said it again, is the, the need for, you know, the feeling of uh, the commission to be split or, or how it's going to be split changes right like mm-hmm. that's cyclical like the market right mm-hmm. we've been in a seller's market for a, a very long time mm-hmm. and you know there's a different view than when there are no buyers showing up right i mean some of this is oh sellers have been overpaying for the last whatever four or five years <sighs> so here's my question overpaying, about that. overpaying but they're also over capitalizing like, or you know the value but does anybody actually think that people are going to lower their commissions? Like if the seller was no. already willing to pay five or six percent, do you think now we're going to walk in and say, I know that you yesterday you were willing to say pay six percent, but today I'm only going to charge you three here. Right. Yeah. This is tell what's us. Gotten us into trouble is those words like standard and who's paying it. Sellers paying it. Buyers paying it. Um, those are all antitrust types of things. We're not supposed to be setting a standard in the industry. And that's where kind of this lawsuit 
emanated from. Yeah, tell, give I us mean, a little backstory the on the lawsuit. And again, yeah. I don't know how much I can really say. These are all my opinions. Yeah. I'm not here to represent All of the opinions of expressed the, today are those you. of Eileen Jonah, not of Century 21 yeah. Northeast, yeah. nor of any of right. the associations make, that she's make, affiliated you with. You make me feel like I should study the realtor uh, <laughs> rules a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure, feel or at least have Eileen on speed dial when you have a question. Feel free to coach me. Yeah. The... Eileen, I need some advice. The class action suit, in my opinion, started as a class action suit. A bunch of attorneys or some attorneys saw a $40 billion industry that they could capitalize on. They do not care about uh, It's not about they the client? They don't care about sellers. They don't care about buyers. They don't understand how a real estate transaction actually works. Are you suggesting that the lawyers are interested in the legal fee? Mm-hmm. Oh. You should be a class action lawyer. I should be offended for my law- profession. Right, but the... The, the crux of it, and it's taken me a long time to get here because I've been like, what do you mean? Like, we, we pay buyer's commissions. What we do is transparent. We explain it. It's in a contract. The seller signs it. How can they say they didn't know what they were paying? Right. Right? Yeah. But, again, kind of words like, you, Mr. Seller, you have to, MLS says we have to put a buyer's broker's commission into MLS or else I cannot enter it. They never told us what that amount was, as Amy Wallach has said. It could have been one dollar yeah. as long as you were putting it in. But Amy be- Wallach, by the way, if you're listening, she—I mean, you're still invited, but we are a little offended that yeah. you wouldn't come with Eileen. Yeah. Just FYI, well, she's going to be the president okay. of the Massachusetts Association. So of she was afraid. It's too much liability, right. and she's way too busy right Uh-oh. now. But I did golf with her yesterday, so she's not that busy. Okay. Um, Invitation is still open, Amy. Maybe later. Is always yeah. open, yeah. Thanks for taking my offer on that on the deal in Danvers, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't take it, by the way. Uh, I, I couldn't tell from the sarcasm. Yeah. Psyched. She does that. Mm. She only takes one offer on a listing. I mean, what can you really? Is that the goal? <laughs> but the seller would make more money right. if you took a couple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a good offer. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So, yeah, so catch us so, up on, on so the... So that thing of I, you have to put, you have to pay a buyer's broker and... The standard is like saying things like that. A, a seller never has to pay anything. It's totally negotiable. Um, you didn't have to put a certain percentage into MLS. You could have put in $1. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of where we're coming down. So MLS settled with the class action lawsuit. People. In Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Yeah. MLS pen. That's our MLS. And they have said, okay, we're taking out. I haven't seen the actual rules, but we're going to be able to put in 0% commission. So, the which, I, which I don't think it's actually changed yet. It hasn't, because if you tried to put in a you listing with 0%, in. they would take it down. Correct. So they're, they're Even though they already out, settled. Yeah, mm. they're working out what There must be a grace period in like. the settlement agreement to allow them to update their technology. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's, so our forms are going to have to change. Right. Our, but, but to Seth's point, and I'm not disparaging anybody, but I do think that this will... So we're trying to fix a problem, and I feel like it's going to create other problems because there are going to be either companies or individual agents that go in and, and not, still not explain it correctly and say, you, only, you don't have to pay a buyer's right. broker. You only, have, you only have to pay me X percent. And then you're going to send an offer over yeah. to that listing agent, and there's going to be an addendum asking for compensation. Right. Look, so before you say anything, Brandon, wh- just give me your Don't honest talk. give me your honest take here. I, I personally think that those brokers exist with or without those lo- this lawsuit. Okay, I discount think, fee yeah, brokers. I, yeah, I mean you've seen mm-hmm. every now and then the one percent, one and a half percent, one seven five percent. 
and yeah, it's not the standard, but the vast majority of comp doled out is two to two and a half. You know, city is, again, not the standard. The vast majority, if I'm allowed to say that, I'm not sure. I don't know. On, on average, I've always seen two yeah. and a half percent yeah. uh, delegated out in the city and two percent, sometimes different suburbs. A lot of the land is two percent, right? So, mm-hmm. but there's so local but, markets have different yeah, standard operating. Procedures. Like I'll give you an example: the listing we put on not the, standard. Can't the, say the standard. listing. The listing we have in Somerville right now. I was very clear with the other agent. I go, hey, l- if you look around, almost everybody else is doing two and a half percent. I think you should increase the buyer agent side to make sure you attract a certain subset of clients. And, you know. Whatever. I, so you can I, make suggestions. That's the thing. You can make suggestions. You can't. What you can't say mandate. is nobody's gonna have to show your house. Yeah. If you don't, which just offer isn't the truth anyway. Amount. You know, the people are still gonna show it, but you know, let let's be clear. I I mean, I always look at it. It's not what starts or stops me from showing the house. Right. We've pivoted our strategy here to do exclusive agency contracts mm-hmm. for the last nine months. We've well, been, yeah, this is a problem. You know, Most people aren't doing them, and they absolutely should be. Yeah, and and, and I want to talk about that today, but I I feel like the question I was actually trying to ask is like these brokers exist, right? And the reality is my opinion is they do not do even a percentage of the volume that the actual regular brokers who are offering good Mm -hmm. buyer agent compensation Mm -hmm. out there. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I can't see them all of a sudden as a discount guy or gal or discount shop stealing the market share. Oh, I don't think they're going to steal the market share. So, I don't, I, think, I don't think I think the impact is going to be so minimal at at the onset until there's regulated change in agency disclosures, listing contracts, and and the, and the disclosures that you have to send in a in a in addenda, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. to, to the listing contract that says you don't have to pay buyers, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it's going to turn into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thought on that? You it sounds like you agree. I think, uh, you know, I think there's a value in what we do. And I think our model works really well. I think it, it's already hard enough for buyers. Yeah. We, ne- we can't make it any more difficult. We can't be expecting right. that they're going to come up with a buyer's broker's fee outside of all of their other costs, right? Well, and I don't think that, that, that it can be added in, especially for a tight buyer, right? So like there are lending standards. There's All those will know, have to change. Why? But the, but the why, th- why do the lending standards have to change? I don't think, you, first of all, it, yeah. you can't finance commission. So, Correct. So right now. Well, you. Well, that sounds like collusion between the lenders no, and, not, and the realtors. No, it's not that. It's that it's, it's the buyer's broker's fee has always been part of the transaction. Correct. Right? So right. it's really just understanding how we were kind of. But explaining the contract the seller it. signs. Yeah, but hold on. Let me finish. Okay, finish. So it's always been part of the transaction. So, okay, Seth, you're going to sit down with a seller, right? And you're going to have this conversation. This is what I hope. I hope everybody actually has this conversation because sellers are going to say, I've heard I don't have to pay a buyer's fee. Why, why are you including that in the transaction? That's a, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's really Seth, where this is going to come from. And there's going to be agents yeah. that are like, you're right, you don't. Just sign the contract because I want your listing. I agree with okay? you. Okay? Yeah. I, what I tell people is like, I, I've literally had, and I probably shouldn't have said this in, in retrospect, but I've had clients when I break down everything, and I always break down the listing total comp. Yeah, it's, you I, should I do. say how much of that is shared with the co-broke. And I explain, it's obviously not an additional. I do explain that the vast majority of transactions in this area are usually around two, two and a half percent. Again, depending on where I am, I explain that's part of everything. 
and then whether or not we're doing a variable rate, I can explain that as well. Um, and I've had people be like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And I literally, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> like if, if you want to do that, I'm not your guy. Yeah. I'll tell you a few reasons why we, we definitely don't want to disincentivize people from showing the home, which I'm not even sure if I could say anymore. Right. Because the vast majority of pre-approved ready and able buyers are working with a the realtor. They expect to be paid. Right. Why right? should just they, like well, I, everybody has to be paid. Yeah. Just like I want to get paid when I sell your house. It's not the reason I'm here, but I'm happy to, to provide the client a service. I'm, I'm happy yeah. to take a paycheck yeah, at the end of the day. Right. To get paid I, for yeah. your you know, services. This, this, yeah. this is capitalism. I ain't, I ain't doing this for free. Right. I'd like to do it, but yeah. I ain't doing it for free. And at the end of the day, it just like if I had a ready and able buyer to, to buy this home, right? I would want to get paid for it. If I'm going to get paid on another home, why would I not get paid on yours? And so unfortunately, if you want to do that, I'm not your guy. I'm not doing it because I have to deal with Eileen who's going to be like, Seth, what the F are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we become part of the problem. I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I'm not in this race to the bottom. At the end of the day, I'm trying to provide a high end service and do right by my client. And I tell clients at the end of the day, statistically, I'm selling at a certain rate over list price on average. If you, if you take all of my transactions, 100, 304%, I'm paying for my own fee in, in marketing and whatnot and pricing and negotiation is really mm-hmm. important and you have to pay the buyer's agent because they're not going to do this for free. And, and I've literally had a seller say, so you're not going to list my house if you're going to get X percent if I don't pay a buyer's. And I said, that's correct. You can call somebody else. I'm sure they're desperate to sell your house. I'm not. And they said, okay, pay, pay the buyer's agent. Okay. Yeah. That was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think these things still exist out there. And I think that mo- most people, again, if they're in the listing presentation, whatever you want to call it, are they're bleeding out right now. A lot of realtors are bleeding out right now. People are leaving the industry in droves, right? So I'm sure in the next 18 months, we're going to see this more than we ever will, especially, and there'll probably be a big wave of it once regulations change and forms change and the like. You got to build that skill now to protect the industry, right? Um, Number one. But I I personally won't be part of it. So I, I would tell a client just like that. Yeah, there is some stuff going on where you technically do not have to pay it. I'm not going to be the firm that does it. This is why I have, I don't know, 30 active buyers right now. Like I get paid when I help them buy a house. And so nine out of 10 deals right now have buyer agency compensation, right, wrong, or different. Again, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. I, I don't think you should be the one that doesn't. I agree. Yeah. You, know? you have to add, you have to, this conversation really does need to start with the sellers, almost like everything else, because buyers, brokers do bring value. They Buyers need to be have representation. I How don't smooth want, are I don't deals wanna, without a buyer's broker? It's it's terrible. It's right. Always right. even you know dual agency. I I should should not again, be allowed. Yeah, I you know, no judgment on those that do it, but I personally do not. It usually blows up in your face. You're yeah. doing double the work. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's usually a oh well you're doing both sides, so you're going to reduce right. You know the commission, all of this, but buyers need representation, and they need representation. By good buyers agents, yeah. and you mm-hmm. know, again, so that's a whole other thing. That's a whole <laughs> other thing. So, again, my hope is that the ones that hang in there and learn how to sell their value are going to be the best agents out there and yeah. representing the buyers agents in the best way. That's the hope because it may be a small percentage of the market that jumps on this but i do think that you're gonna see way more when you're going to look or show property to a buyer 
you're going to see a lot more zero percent. Yeah. Just because they can put it in, that doesn't mean that they Won't the seller it. didn't sign a contract with Correct. you that said I will, but well, make them work for it. Yeah. Make them come to you and say, this is what I want. This is my addendum. This yeah. is the offer. And, it, you, you know, the other thing that we can't do licensing-wise, this isn't even a realtor thing, this is licensing, is we can't make our compensation part of the offer to purchase because that's between the seller and the buyer. That doesn't have anything to do with us. But we see it all the time. Yeah, but it's a violation of what we are supposed to do. If you're going to do that, it needs to be an addendum. Mm. What's the, what's the what's what's the difference? Because, all, the all right, well, let's just this is con- yeah. this is contract, right? Now. Yeah. If I write in that Mr. the addendum is part of the contract. The addendum will be, but if if the seller signs Supersedes a contract, if the seller signs a contract, yeah, with the, with and the buyer, with the listing agent and the buyer. No, no, oh. I'm talking about an offer to purchase. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote in there that you're going to pay. You know, the seller's going to pay X amount of my commission. I didn't sign that. They didn't sign that. That, that agreement isn't with me. Right. It's you being the, the listing bu- agent. Yeah. It's the, but it's, in, the, the bu- it's in every P&S, too. Say, I'm so confused. Yeah. Say, no, well, let's, think can about we start it. over? Yeah. Let's say you get an offer with a buyer's commission written into the provisions, right? Mm-hmm. Agreed that seller will pay X percent to the buyer's agent in the transaction. The seller signs it. The buyer signs it. There's mm-hmm. no contract between the buyer's agent and the seller in that clause. So you could show up at closing and be like, weren't part of that contract. Well, it's in, every, it's in every it's in every PNS and you're in the then the the agents are brought in as a party uh, relative to the commissions. Right, but if the offer comes over and it says yeah. a higher percentage than what's in MLS. the listing contract, right? Yeah. Because you put in per yeah. listing agreement between the selling broker and the seller. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for a percentage over that? Yeah. Who agreed to that? But it's going to end up in the PNS. Yeah. No, it doesn't end up in the PNS. Uh, the, the, well, the commission the amount doesn't. Yeah. Like, let's say it's an extra percentage over your listing agreement with your seller. Yeah. You're, who's going to pay it? The but seller didn't agree to it. Not it, with the not the, with the agent. I'm, I'm so confused. I, I'm gonna, so I'm so what she's saying is that the parties to the contract right. are the only ones that that is enforceable against. Not but, enforceable. I guess that's. But what their I'm names are on say. it, and the, the firms. The on buyer it. and the seller are on it. The buyer and the seller are are the ones signing it, but uh, at the beginning it also says that the person was introduced by buyer's agent, I, blah I th- blah blah, from blah blah blah. I think I, I think I understand what you're saying. You're saying, okay, you can write it in the contract, but maybe in that contract it's not enforceable. The buyer How about agent we make and, the agent the buyer, sign the agreement. The buyer agent and the buyer have to have a sup a separate contract that comes with the offer that you says, start, by the way, here's my fee. I understand what you're saying. You need to start. Attaching your buyer's agreement to with your offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Understood. Then an or how about that says I'm expecting you. But if the offer was signed by the agent as well, now they're a party to the but, to the offer. But, but agents it's not. don't sign contracts to purchase our PNS. I know. Current. Currently. Nor do I ever want to be part currently. of those contracts. Mm. No, I, I. So I've had I've had brokers send it over like that. Um, I. And what's your reaction, Ben? I don't care. If it's more than what you so I, I have had, agreed to with your so, seller. So I've seen it both ways. I've seen people write it in the offer mm-hmm. with no additional exclusive contract, mm-hmm. trying to just simply get more mm-hmm. on a deal. Mm-hmm. And my answer has been no. Mm-hmm. I, I've also presented it to the seller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to present it you know, to the seller. And, and right. I, said, I say, well, like, let, let, me, let me rephrase. So they figure it out anyway. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and at the end, people start complaining about it. So now when I re-co-broke with that same agent, let's mm-hmm. say you and I do a deal. Mm-hmm. And let's say I'm charging more on the sell side than I'm giving. It's mm-hmm. not even uh-huh. split, right? Okay. Which is, I think is a common practice. Yes. Okay. Especially because, you know, listing comes with more costs, yada, 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 whatever. And, and then you say, like an immature agent, dude, do you think you can hook me up? It looks like you're taking way more here. Yeah. And I say, mm-hmm. kick rocks, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The next time you come to bat with me, you may say, I want X. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Now, X is not coming from the buyer. You're asking me to reallocate. Right. Right. You're, yeah, what Correct. you're getting Correct. paid. Which I presume has nothing to do with the seller. However, I could also go to the seller and say they want X. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've had the sellers be like, yeah, no problem. Okay. In that instance, we would just change it in the PNS and get specific or, Mm -hmm. or I would amend my listing contract with the seller Mm -hmm. and increase buyer agent comp. Mm -hmm. And then the listing or the the PNS could say as indicated in the listing contract, whatever. Right. Right. And it's all good. Right. Um, That's one way to do it. And then I've seen other agents say, Hey, I'm getting X C attached addendum. And they send over their buyer agency one page or whatever Mm -hmm. or the full realtor contract where they're getting an increased compensation. And oh, by the way, that's called closing costs. Like the... For the seller. No, for the buyer. The buyer's buyer's paying additional cash to close, not financed, but it's part of the cash to close. At the end of the day, this is like I've never worked for like a big brokerage. Like mm-hmm. I've just been. This doesn't. This isn't really about the big brokerage, though. Well, uh, said differently. This like, is more I've, realtor. I've yeah, but code dude, of ethics. But dude, you take a couple online classes and move along. And yeah, now I'm a realtor. Right. Like, Forty hours. I don't even know what she's talking. Forty hours. I don't even know what she's talking about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she's so. the past president of the North Shore no, listen, Realtors I, I, and I, the I, 2015 Realtor stop, of the Year. Stop. This is the problem with freaking real estate, dude. Right. You know, yeah. Like so. it, the, the, in in the micro, it's like. I'm over here slinging houses. Mm-hmm. Just trying to make a buck and they're making it more I'm difficult. I'm trying to help. No, no, no. Not even <laughs> that. It's just like the stuff that we're supposed to know because the barrier to entry is so low, mm-hmm. like just to get a license and now I'm, I can drive. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. It doesn't mean I'm good yeah. at it. Or it doesn't mean I do it legally all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just very interesting. Like the, the things well, you are I and mean, aren't supposed to talk about, right. it's, it's, I, I find mean, it fascinating. That, I mean, but that to me is, I hate the word problem, but that's... Again, maybe that's some of what got us here, right? You know, people just sign the contract, not explaining, not helping sellers and buyers understand how the transaction gets broken down. I mean, truthfully, if we're going to talk about this, and again, I just think that this is a change that's coming. I, I don't... I don't know how it's going to end up. I hope yeah. that we because we I do can't have get a good over. we do have a good model. So I hope that I don't think any, I don't think. Any but at the end of the day, when you're the listing agent, don't you sign a contract, a yeah, listing they, agreement with the seller that says what the gr- total commission is going to be, and, then and it in there it, down. it breaks it down. So I don't understand what the problem well, is. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest um, you know, the defendants are saying yeah. that we have contracts. They knew they signed these contracts. Correct. It, 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 it's tied to the MLS too and saying you have to put a certain percentage well, and that's the industry standard, whatever. The, the lawsuit to me is... It's such bullshit. Kind right? of. Because con- yeah. contractually, my agreement with the seller is to d- charge X and then it's my obligation to pay out Y. Yeah. 
MLS says you have to pay out something yeah. greater than zero. A dollar. Right. right. A dollar. And so cents. I can choose to do anything or nothing contractually and move along. You know, I, that's the thing. Like, MLS works, right? MLS gives us access to, and our buyers and other sellers, access to doing, being able to do comps and price a house out right. and seeing what, you know, compares in terms of, you know, if I'm going out to look and these are my parameters. It gives us access like we've historically never had. And it's very helpful to yeah, everybody, no you know. No but doubt. if people decide to stop even putting things into MLS, I mean. Does that solve the problem? No, no. 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 Like somebody said to me, well, why don't you just start your own MLS? Because it's, it's the collective. Right. Yeah, it's the collective data that helps us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it does work. Does this apply to off-market deals? Um, I, I mean. Well, so here's the problem yeah, with off-market. Yeah, it does, market. of course. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have a, a contract with a seller. Yeah. And you're going to have a buyer's broker if they're willing. It's like a But it sounds like all owner, these right? lawsuits were facilitated around the listing service. Mm. So if the listing service isn't involved in the transaction, why why do you have to do any of this? Well, you're still going to have a... Co- I mean, it's all about compensation, right? It's Correct. all about how are we going to get paid and how are we not going to make it more difficult for buyers? Because, again, that's like... It can't or be what we're telling sellers, right their now. money is going towards, yeah. right? I so, mean, like, rephrase. Okay, so there's this the seller. whole like thought process, and I've talked to you about this. Yeah. And I rejected it, but I'm again, I don't know if I'm starting to drink the Kool Aid or not, but maybe. We'll tell but you if we think like, it. It's like, okay, Mr. Seller, you know, we're saying you will pay the commission, you'll pay the buyer, you'll pay, but really, who funds the deal? The buyer. The buyer. The buyer really brings all the money Correct. to the table through the bank, right? Yeah. So really the seller isn't... They're, Their they're, only cost they're are deed value. stamps and commission. Right. But And, but and maybe a mortgage the, discharge. No, it's, the buyer's, the it's the buyer's money that, co- that creates the, the commission is your point. Yeah. The commission that's being paid is being brought by the buyer. I mean, granted, right. okay, the seller has this much proceeds and it yeah. gets taken out of that. But mm-hmm. really the, the deal is funded by the buyer. But so, out of the seller's equity. It's a, it's a chicken or the egg. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just to boil it down, I think really the simplest way for me to have understood it is this isn't really anything different. We've always taken both sides of the commission yeah. out of the transaction. Now it's just how do we figure out how to make it so that it, it can't be a lending. I mean, thing. I'm entitled to sell my house by myself, right? I could be a for sale by owner and not could. pay any commission. You could, but that's not the point. I mean, but, the but, point it is it how but hold we, on, how hold on, hold on. It might realtors. be the point. The point is... So everybody should do a four... No, 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 This is going all wrong. I can shut him down on this storm, but... The point is, is that the seller has chosen, instead of selling it themselves, they have agreed in a contract to pay a total commission to hire professionals to sell their house for them. Their choice is they sell it on their own or they hire professionals and they enter into a contract that they have signed that discloses who and how they're getting paid. And who and, the agents are. And who the agents are and what they're paying them. And if they decide to deviate from the contract that they've signed and pay more to get their house sold, which they have the right to do, sure. or they can deviate from the contract if everybody agrees and, sell, and, and pay less. Correct. But those are all contractual obligations and the sellers have choices. They have the choice to not enter into a listing agreement 
and try to sell it on their own and get significantly less money, but the, but not pay a commission. If the you know historically right. sell, sell sell for historically eighteen percent less, right? And, exactly. and four times as much time, correct, to save a hypothetical and ultimately have some kind of problem that no somebody doubt. overlooked because yeah. they didn't understand how no the doubt. transaction and, and significantly more liability. But well, to even get into MLS, they have taken the opportunity. They they have made the choice to hire an agent to list the property for them and pay them some sort of commission associated with selling that property. The, their choices don't sell. You can sell on your own. So I don't see how this is even an antitrust issue well, the, the because the seller is, has the right is, to do whatever they want. No I one think, is I think forcing we're way, them. I think we're way past that point, although I, in theory, would agree with you. Yeah. And that's, to your point, kind of conjured up um, looking at an Fake industry. Fake problems. With, looking at an industry with deep pockets who mm-hmm. will, pay, who will yeah. pay to eliminate. And I think part of the goal was in my opinion, to pay to settle, get paid to settle, so it is not part of the mainstream news, quite frankly. Or, pre- or, or precedent. So once a court decides something, and inevitably it would be appealed, that becomes the law, right? So a settlement never becomes the law because there's right. never a decision. But they'd, So but you they'd, can prevent it from becoming law by making settling. it go away. So, so Suits. <laughs> but but so let, let me ask Learned you a question because because you know. there's a lot of changes that I think are recommended which I don't know if we have access to yet as part of the settlement like change changing of business practices mm-hmm. has been mentioned so does that how does that work with like for lack of a better word like double jeopardy like can't people just keep doing this or is the settlement now you can't like do it again well the settlement's going to be against I'm assuming the MLSs right so they seem to be the ones regulating the industry. So I, th- I think some MLS, Bright MLS, I believe, settled. I could be wrong. Bright? I think so. Well, I don't even know what that is. They're, they were part of the, they're like a nationwide MLS. Out? Okay. Yeah. So um, a lot of the MLSs are owned by NAR. So they're, oh, part, of the, they're oh, part of the loss. And they're the ones still hanging in. They're hanging in. Yeah. They, they believe that. Um, Great culture over there right you now. You know, but they, <laughs> they did, I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't have the actual statistics, but they did with the Department of Justice agree over I think a year and a half ago to adjust some of these MLS rules that they acknowledged might you know be a, uh, a problem mm-hmm. so now it's just this argument that sellers have over have been overpaying for years and years I think they're going back to 2017 but at the end of the day the <laughs> seller signed a contract to pay a commission no, to get their house sold. No, right and at the end of the day I mean like for me I, again I'm just trying to figure out how do I keep doing business yeah. and have when that seller asks me that question yeah. how do I answer it to the best in my opinion the best because you're the, the best realtor from century yeah. 21 northeast you know, from the 2015 realtor of the year and you're going to give them the service that they need and you're going to get it sold for them oh, yeah. that's and, why all and, your you clients know, hire you and like Seth and I are saying to max you know what's our job is to maximize a property's value to make it attractive to a buyer to come right so their biggest their single largest asset right i don't have to pay a buyer's broker's fee i mean i've, I've heard that i read it in the news that's right and i think i said this in bni yeah. you can also take your sub zero refrigerator you can also rip out your expensive <laughs> right. um, light fixtures you know you can take the beautiful sconces out from the front of the house but all of that devalues your house you cannot hire a lawyer too, but it doesn't yeah, work you, well. Yeah, you cannot get um, title insurance. Yeah. All of right. these things that hurt you that we're making a recommendation yeah. help us maximize your net proceeds. Mm-hmm. And that includes a buyer's broker, a right. trained buyer's broker. The buyer's going to have representation. It's always been part of the transaction. Mm. Okay, no, you still don't want to pay it. 
All right, then let's go back through the comps that we just went through because every single one of those, at least up until now, included a buyer's broker's compensation. So now we need to look at the numbers again because that was part of that total number. So now we need to rethink, this is, this is my thought process, what your list price is going to be. Do, do the realtors associations or MLS prevent you from, from presenting an offer that is like a choice A or choice B offer. So like offer A is I'm going to pay, as a buyer, I'm going to pay you 600000 but in that I'm going to have a buyer's commission of X or I'm going to pay you 575000 with no buyer's commission. And then the buyer's commission could be paid by the buyer to the, their agent. So could, could you say like, here are my two options. You pick one seller and we'll go with the one you want. You get, you get less for your house. No, yeah, you can do that. I mean, oh. you can. You I, can. I guess the difference would be back to financing commissions and and max credits that you yeah. can get, right? There's some. It's a maximum. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some inboarding. I think for lack of better words, yeah. what, what we used to call it in the retail, uh, you 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 mark something up and then add on like an extra thing. So we, I don't know, I call it inboarding, like. There's it's like waterboarding? Yeah, it's like Close. waterboarding. No, it's like, all <laughs> That's right, what so this feels like. I, I, I was just saying, I spent, I spent a lot of years in retail, and, like, there were some stores that inboarded. So, like, the TV was a grand. You know, the service plan was 200 bucks. They'd mark the TV down to 800 bucks, but sell the service plan and make their numbers look better. So I call it inboarding when you talk about the commission. I don't know. Just sorry. With that topic, first off, it's just math. I yeah. think the it's seller's going to take the best offer, period. Right. Um, and as it is right now, I don't know why the at a lower offer, even if it was more to the seller, right? Uh, if you have not entered into an agreement with your client, like good luck, bro. Yeah, like you're not making any money, right? Right. So Would you ever take a listing without having a, uh, an exclusive listing agreement signed? But yet no. buyers are out there every single day running yeah. around with buyers with no agreement. Right. So we were just talking about this. It's it's something we've been focused on, and I think that a lot of people will leave the industry. I think. I think in general, um, agency disclosures will change. Dual agency should change, right? Um, I think all, all that needs to happen. Some states require a buyer agency agreement. Really? I think that we should. I don't know I'm actually we shocked we don't. Well, because, like, again, it's like yeah. the agency disclosure. You need West. to understand <laughs> that if I'm going to work exclusively, exclusively with you, you need to commit to work exclusively with me. Mm-hmm. Right? And oh, here, and here are the parameters. I promise to show you all right. of the houses that you ask, and you're going to, you know, not walk into an open house and sign a contract with a listing agent. You know, there's, there's whatever. There's yeah, you're going to communicate. You're going to give me your financials. You're gonna, you're, yeah, you're yeah. going to communicate. We're not going to submit a pre-approval that's bullshit, you know. Yeah. But doesn't this come back to being a good agent? Yeah. Yes, it right? all like comes <laughs> So I guess that's the thing. I hope that this makes us better. I hope that it doesn't turn into a shit show, which it might in the beginning. And like Seth said, I hope. But it, the, we see it here and there, and it's no. But the good no agents are going to rise to the top, as good they ones always are do. Rise to the top, where we're all going to co- cooperate with yeah. each other. I see zero percent in MLS. I'm going to call Seth and say, "Hey, I see zero percent. I have a buyer's agreement with my buyer. This is our percent. What do you, you know? What do you, are you really offering zero, or is the seller willing to do something? Right. Let's have a conversation. Or so do we just stop looking at that? All those relationships are going to become even more important. As this goes on. Do Sorry, you think that that even being in there might be part of the settlement agreement that that is has to come out of MLS? What has to come out of MLS? The wow. buyer's commission, right? So like no, right now no, what you're saying no. is that there, it's a field I, that has to be filled out. 
So if I was just sued over this and I was MLS pin, I'd say get rid of the field. Well, then, I mean. Yeah, I would, I would, I, I have no legal standing to declare this, but if I'm driving to show your fucking house that you have up for yeah. sale and then, I, and then my guy wants to buy it yeah. and I don't have an exclusive contract yeah. and then you're not comping me, that yeah. sucks. But isn't yeah, that on you? I mean, I. For not having an exclusive contract with your buyer, for yeah. not addressing it in your offer. Yeah, but I mean, if I don't think it will come out because just as we've discussed, it is the seller's choice. They yeah. do have options. They, if they want to, what, what, if I, what if I want to yeah. offer a buyer's broker? Just like, just like we said when there was yeah, nobody agreed. coming to houses. Agreed. I want 3%. you to offer 2000 more than, or whatever, extra yeah. dollar amount of dollars more than I'm paying you. And this could all go away if the market shifts, right? Just, like we could become a buyer's market absolutely. real fast. Sellers yeah. might be like, put in hundred well, extra yeah. over percentage I think that's, that I'm paying you to bring buyers. That's the, yeah. that's the right argument because this time of year, oh. last year, well, it was like May, June, things started to sit. Inventory really started to go up. I moved everything to a significantly higher comp yeah. for buyers. Yeah. Everything cleared through. You know, and it was well above the average yeah. in the town. Well, that's called smart. Apple that's yes. called smart yeah. marketing, Apple. right? And being a good agent. Yeah, you know, and we made a move. we made a move to get things sold, and it benefited your sellers because their their property didn't sit on the market as long. Yeah, and maybe you got multiple offers, and maybe you got a higher price. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So I I think that's a good point. Like you need to disclose what it is. That would be like listing a home without the price. I I do think there needs to be some significant changes of agency disclosure for for sure. Absolutely, I think that would solve an absolute lot. And at the end of the day, the fiduciary responsibility to clients is really, I think, what's yeah. the bigger issue here, you know? W- which yeah, hasn't a changed. A lot of agents don't even understand that they have a fiduciary responsibility to their clients. Like the people that don't answer their phone when they <laughs> have a listing? How are they even in business? Because there's a lot of us, and there's, everybody knows a real estate agent. You, you, yeah. How many do you know when you're in the business, but right. even people that aren't? No, their cousin's uncle's yeah. daughter just got their license, you know, and everybody's got to start somewhere. I'm not nope. being prejudiced against <laughs> them, but they've got to educate themselves. They've got to associate themselves with a good brokerage. It's going to give them training and going to give them tools and understands whatever the changes are. And coaching. I said, there's always yeah. Coaching is very valuable. Coaching. Yeah. There's always changes in this market, mm-hmm. even on a daily basis. And, you know, the and is this where realtor us. associations become real handy? Yes, I believe that. To roll not, this out? No, I'm not going to. I am not going to. Pitch? I'm not going to pitch the realtor association. I find value in it. I'm a member. It, I'm a member. Yeah. I, yeah. I find value in it. And it's, you know, not for everybody, but. We make uh, it re- And it could be changing. We make it required. Yeah. To, to join a, a local realtor association yeah. and, go, and go to meetings and events. Just simply you join. You don't have to go to <laughs> meetings and events, but, you know. I, right, I am Donate gonna, to the pack. I am going to pitch a little bit. If yeah, p- pitch a little. If you're paying your membership, you should take advantage of some of the things, even if it's just the events. You do, like, some of the most successful transactions I've had, and I'm not going to say that offers were accepted because of relationships, but... But they, but they were. But No, <laughs> I mean, they were not. But, are we not supposed you know, to say that? You know, when you, when you have a professional relationship yeah, with somebody... It matters. It matters. You can, you know, really work together to make a transaction close. And when you have... People, and I'm sure Seth has run into them, that actually feel like they're throwing roadblocks down in the middle of a transaction every five minutes. It's like, why? What are you, why are you doing this? You know, it's like, it's just, I think 
relationships matter and that I get a lot of that out of the realtor association mm. and it does tend to be the people that have been in the business for a long time and they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I think they're going to come in more handy. I, I heard yeah. yesterday that Massachusetts will have a statewide ballot question on rent, rent control, control. Oh, which I think will be very um, relevant to the to the associations and I think that PAC donations should go up to oppose this. I think that the realtors should should get heavily involved. I think it's going to heavily impact, you know, mul- you know, multifamily small multifamilies. One, two, threes. Rent, rent control sounds super sexy and very helpful to people like on a face value, but it actually harms mm-hmm. pr- production yeah. and housing for people and it stunts investors from yep. moving forward with investing and building. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think at a face value, people see that. Nope. And just well, that's why point, we need realtor associations and you need to go to the events and you need to donate money to the pack when they ask you to, yeah, so right? So like, I don't think there's enough understanding in the community about what realtor associations do and why they're important, right? So they're out there spending money advocating for things that protect your industry. Exactly. Right. I so, said like, that you, from the very beginning, right. that's my value. And to your point, the Massachusetts Association of Realtors has just approved a significant amount of money to go towards a campaign explaining rent control and mm-hmm. how it affects housing production, mm-hmm. which is huge. And we have, you know, like Lawrence Yun, who's the econo- yeah. the yeah. National Economist for National Association of Realtors. He's one of the smartest people that I, you know, that I know, which only touches this much, but he. Like, if you listen to him talk about the forecast for real estate and the economy, I in the 15 years that I've been listening to him, I don't think he's been wrong once. That it's, sounds wicked smart. Know, and we, to going back to the state and this rent control and other things that, you know, protect the way we do business in the state. Like this lawsuit. We have a, they have a, a staff of attorneys, yeah. again, who know these um, topics inside and out, and they go and testify on our, as an industry's behalf. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think and rant. Well, at the beginning, and I think this comes back to one of the first things you said that you loved about real estate is that it's constantly changing. Yeah, there's always something different, right? And always. and I think what we're seeing here is that like just when we get over this, you know, everybody focused on the lawsuit and the commissions, you know, everybody's attention is going to pivot to rent control, and then there's going to be something behind that. So like it's, you know, there's always something impacting the industry. Always. Always. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. But we will survive, you know. Yeah. We've, we've been, I've, I, we You might be the realtor of the, the year in 2024. Oh, we can only win it once, Eric. Oh, you, you, you can campaign for me. Once oh, Seth. Maybe you could um, nominate I, Seth. I, I, I probably need to go to some events. Yeah, you need to go to, to some, some events. Uh, or yeah. you, you should join. Well, being the realtor of the year isn't just about production. It's about oh, what's it about, Eileen? <laughs> Tell us about it's a, it's the a, award. It's about, your, uh, it's about community <laughs> service. Philanthropy. Oh. Service to the association. Oh. And your production. So I, sh- I have to yeah. go? Is you have to go have to, to go. events. Yeah. But just going back to it, if you're paying Can you send your dues, assistant? You should go <laughs> to some of the events. So let's talk about the market. You know, you guys are both from Lynn. You guys grew up in I know. Uh, we just, we just East learned, Lynn. We just learned off, offline that we both grew up on good old Flax Pond, yeah. one street away one from each other. One street over. Well, I was probably long gone when you were growing up, but... I don't know. I used to door knock Virginia Terrace... And sell Christmas paper because my mother would have slammed the door. I used to sell. I used to sell mag- magazines, and I'm definitely positive I probably sold them to your parents. My, I was great. My at mother it. would not have slammed the door in the face. She would have. She I would have bought from slinging you. magazines for North Shore Christian School. Oh, oh. 
See, she would never let us go around the neighborhood selling that stuff. She oh, just, yeah, she just right. bought it all. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I learned from that. I was just like, well, you're not walking I, around the I neighborhood selling stuff. I kind of liked it. I don't stuff. know. I don't think my parents were made me do it. I just think I just did it. It was you fun. You were a salesman from yeah, day that's one. It. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we both grew up on one street away from each other and know some of the same Crazy. people, which is kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk. Lynn, the biggest, small, the biggest, the smallest big city in yeah. uh, Massachusetts. Honest to God, you can travel abroad and you run into people from Lynn. Mm. I do. I have. Yeah. Numerous times. It's crazy. Can, should we just pivot into a good Lynn underrated, overrated? Sure. So I get to ask you about things in Lynn and you get to declare whether they're overrated or underrated. Oh, well, nothing in Lynn is underrated. So Come on. Oh, that is go. so. Go. I love this. Yes. All right. So let's just go with George's roast beef. Okay, go ahead. That's downtown, right? Yeah. George's um, roast beef. I don't think I've ever been. Yeah. Oh, so you must it's think that's... It's probably overrated. It, no, it's yeah. not. It's it underrated. underrated. All right, well, whatever. I like Athas on... Oh, uh, come on. Uh, on Boston Street. Street. I don't go to Boston. Well, I, mean, I don't go to Boston Lynn, Street. I don't know where do you go in Lynn. Minos. Not Minos. Minos. Minos? Minos used to be the best. Uh, no, I George's... Like quality for, is for what it's worth, I haven't dogged a three-way from Minos in over a decade, but it used to be the real deal. On a bad day, I... I get a... Super with <laughs> sauce and mayo. Um, Super with sauce from and George's mayo. Prime. No cheese. No cheese. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I always, I it's although I want the onion roll, always. I always go Junior roast beef because I feel like they're significantly more tender. Oh. Something about it. I agree yeah. with you on yeah. that. Yeah. You gotta go two, two Junior three ways. You know what I mean? All right, uh, Fossey's Pizza. Ugh, nope. Too sweet. I don't like their Overrated. sauce. Overrated. I love it. I love it too. Overrated. I like the cut in squares. No. Mm-mm. So you're saying overrated Nikki's mm. Pizza? Love Nikki's. Really? You getting a pie from there? Or are you underrated? Getting s- well, subs? I don't think it's underrated because everybody loves it. I that just dude's still charging like six ninety five for a uh, cheese yeah. pizza. By the way, I where like is this I place? I like his uh, right. cheesesteak sub. Oh yeah, yeah. Che- there's subs. Subs are good. Real deal. Mind blown. Where's Nikki's? You don't know where Nikki's? It's no. on Linfield Street. You pass Fossey's. You go through Wyoming Square. From the next corner over. On the left, little, like right by Gannon. That no, no, no. no. Before no. it's no, before Superior. Oh, it's before Superior. Okay. It's the little yellow building, Nikki's Pizza. No, don't know it. You know, where the, you know where that carpet store was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, where my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's almost directly across. Yeah. Got it, near Hayward's. Yeah. Before Hayward's. Okay. Yeah. Before Hayward's. Okay. Before Hayward's. I know where we're talking about. By the Jade, something Jade. Jade China Pacifica. Jane. Yeah, Jade Pacific. Yeah, yeah. A.K.A. Tai Hong. Tai Let's Hong, go. Tai Hong, yes, absolutely. Uh, I heard Going that's back. underrated. Tai That place Hong. is underrated. Yeah. yeah. I think it's underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's good. I was going to ask you that, too. I just did, though. Yeah, there's nothing better than a cheeseburger sub from Nikki's. I just gotta let you know that. Cheeseburger. Okay. I haven't had a cheeseburger sub in a long mm. time. That was the best part of <laughs> listing Lad Hill. I was <laughs> dogging Nikki's three times a week. <laughs> uh, still cash only. Jeez. Is guys, it really? Guy's killing it. I won't yeah. be going there. He Hopefully the IRS is too. not listening. All right, let me get. I I wrote down one more underrated overrated. Ooh. Oh, yeah. ready? I, oh, no, I got two more. I got two more. I don't even have to look. The Lazy Dog. I Ooh. like. I love the Lazy Dog. Underrated. Underrated. Totally underrated. Underrated. Their steak tips. tips are the best. They're the real deal. Do you know you can get them, you can call and see if they have any for like uncooked takeout? Oh, no, I didn't know Yeah. You know what you could do is just go to an actual butcher shop too and buy steak tips where they fucking buy them from? But But how do you know which one that is? You could probably just ask them. Yeah. They are very good. They are so good. (laughs) We did a a content day at Lat Hill the day you were there and we all went to... Lazy, uh, dog. lazy, lazy dog, dog challenge. Oh, yeah. I love the lazy dog. Yeah. We sat at the kitchen table. Yeah. Oh, My yeah. only problem with the lazy dog is they won't serve you a shot with a beer. What? Really? Things have changed. Things Why? have changed the they'll, lazy dog. They must a, not know put, you. No, no, no. They serve me, but they put a piece of ice in it. So they'll serve me a Bud Light and a... Like and a, a drink? 
had a drink, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Why? What What's shooting? the rule on that? Jameson. Wow. Wow, I was gonna, I was gonna say tequila, but yeah, I mean sometimes, J-Mo. but JMO. Just, huh. just you're you're just ripping a Bud Light and a JMO. Is yeah. that is that your deal? Bud Light, it's quick, it's I, easy, it's cheap. I don't cheap. know. I feel like Bud I, Light. I don't take you for a Bud Light. Well, I mean, if I go to Davio's, I order a dirty martini. I'm yeah, not gonna okay. sit there and Extra order dirty. a JMO and no lightly dirty. Oh wow. Well. Oh well. Okay, last one, Tony's. Um. I think they're overrated. I feel bad saying that. Sorry, Tony. Overrated. I'm going to the Lazy Dog. I don't want ten food. out of ten times. Everybody goes crazy for his clam plate. I've had it once. Yuck. Like, I mean, I'm just not into a clam plate. Really? <laughs> no. Just, just the, just, no. Just, just the all, way it sounds. Everything about it. Yeah. Nasty. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> hey Oh, what about the One Mighty Mill? I oh, love the one. Underrated. Mighty underrated Wait, or have, overrated? Have either of you been to Nightshade Noodle Bar? It's right across the street, right? I haven't been. Someone I mean, told me they just opened up a second restaurant. I don't think so. You have to um, something. You like have it. to follow her on Facebook and read her rants. Yeah, she yeah. she has a strong opinions about how she does business, but I respect it. But her food is. But we have choices, just like sellers have choices whether to yeah, list right. a you list do. a property with an you, agent or sell yeah. it themselves. She basically says, "Don't come." And I have chosen not to go there. Yeah, you don't like okay. what? Oh, we'll talk about she that has, offline. She has rules about yes, um, lots of rules. Yeah. But her food oh, is her her lobster roll food, is so I know, good. Her food is an experience. That's yeah. the thing. But I plan on spending just for food two hundred dollars a Stop. person. Yeah. yeah, a person. And you have to order the tasting menu. Don't try it's and order freaking, off the menu. No, looks, there is no there's there is no menu anymore. It, it looks there's only, there is no menu any it longer. It looks like it's like a Chipotle. No, no. the one under my office. Yeah, with like it, a patio ish. Yeah. I was gonna get into the mm, never what? mind decor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I heard that was I heard, did hear that place. Experience. Right? Yeah. I love Their bone marrow fried rice. Really. Was like the best thing I ever had. Yeah. Jesus it's Christ. delicious. It's crazy. It's stuff you would never. I'm starving. Order. Yeah. All right. What about I'm going to ask you guys. What about Ooh. blue ox? Overrated. Underrated. Overrated. Sorry, blue ox. Here's the deal. I need there, him to change is, his menu. It's it is like a great. It's a great thing. restaurant. Yeah. Have you been to like Cut or Drift on Revere Beach? I've been to Drift. Okay. All these places are great. They all have great quality food, mm-hmm. great to go have dinner, drinks, whatever. At the end of the day, if I'm going to spend fucking $300, I'm just going to go to the Boston where the food is better. Sorry, guys. Super expensive. You know, I don't want to pay, I don't want to pay $70 for a steak five minutes from my house. Right. I don't know. That's not that great. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But I think his food is good, too. I just, to me, it's like it's been the same menu since inception. I think it just needs a total Even redo. Me. Like, it needs a new menu. It needs to be... But people love Got it, it, so what the fuck? Why would you change? Don't fix it if it ain't broken. So, But it's also, I have found, because it's very close to us, so we go there yeah, it's quite easy. a bit. It's convenient. Um, it's inconsistent. Mm, it, it'll worst. go on a roll where it's like, blow your socks you off. You can't have that. And no. then you go and you're like, eh. Mm, is that because of... I don't know. Staffing, working? maybe. I don't know. Maybe who's there, what chef well, you is know there. That it's owned by like Tony. A bigger like, group. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When Matt left, I feel like the quality definitely. Yeah, that's went the thing. Down. Like, yeah. if you go to a restaurant and one time it's like, I'm not even going out to eat that much anymore. Like, no. we go like once a quarter. Yeah. You have little kids. Yeah. Do you, Hasi, don't bring them to oh, Hacienda <laughs> Corona. Uh, is that on the Linway? I've been there. That's I, the McDonald's that. Uh, to me. Yeah, it looks like a somebody McDonald's. used to sling some. People rave about their food. Oh, but I went once so underrated. I go every Friday night. Like dirty every Friday night. Really? Every Friday oh, I'm night. I'm going to stalk you yeah. on Friday night. Though. Yeah. So uh, good. 
Angeles is better. Angela, different. Angeles is very different. Angeles, where's Angeles? Right up the street. Yeah. On Route One, also. No, no, no. no up this right street, you can walk there from here. Oh, here, yeah. Easty. They don't come, come here. <laughs> I'm not from here. <laughs> when I got the address, I'm like, oh. Yeah, looks like far, right? Was yeah. it bad? Let's just close this out with uh, with two last takes here. Um, I know a lot of other um, folks have already settled mm-hmm. um, as we lead up. I think the court date is directionally in a month. Yeah, right? I think it's, yeah. And I, I think there's one or two folks still in it. NAR is still KW. in it. NAR is in it, and I don't see KW is not out yet. Nope. Anywhere Rematch settled. just settled yeah. yesterday. Correct. Anywhere. I think um, Bright MLS did a while back. I'd have to check. Could be. Um, and so K Dub and uh, and Nar. What's the other big? I, is there another? That was big? it. That's it. I think there was f- four big. I think Bright. Not Berkshire Hathaway. Are they in it. I don't think they are. Is it? That's not apparent of no, anywhere, it's right? Not anywhere. Compass. No. Nope, they're not in it. No. Anyway, I think yeah, I think it is just K Dub, but, but yeah. I think K W will. Oh, well, of to course. Anywhere and of, Remax. Of, of course, and I think they want to um, be out of it. Anywhere, if I re- if I remember, it, I think it was like low eighty million, somewhat settled, and that was like all of their available cash. Mm-hmm. Was my understanding? Yeah. Okay. So then you see Remax settle, and and I'm not shocked that that was a little bit behind because they are more disjointed than I think some of the other mm-hmm. companies where yeah. like a lot of franchises. Well, they have a lot of shit going on, just corporate. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> and, and so then you have NAR, like, and they've they've been very clear, like, no, we'll see you in court, dude. Right, so like, what's your take on why, and are you are are you nervous of? It? I mean, we've talked about it loosely. It seems like kind of an open and shut case. You agreed to a contract. How can we, how can we throw that out and not create precedent for other nonsensical contract law? I don't know. Yeah, but I think, what's your take? I think, and I'm not an expert exactly on what NAR's like. You know, POV d- is. D- yeah, but I think that. And I agree with, I mean, I, agree, I don't really disagree with either sides. I see the merit and I see why it's gotten to this point. But NAR is trying to say we, you know, the United States has the best model to sell real estate. It makes it a smoother transaction when we have people advocating for both sides and realtors are the best people to do that. It's, you know, the best way for a buyer to be represented through a very um, complicated, if you will, or stressful transaction. Sure. And, you know, sellers... Realtors bring value to the table, and they believe that the consumer, even though the opposite side is saying the consumer's been, been hurt, they believe that the consumer is benefits from having the model that we've used for how long? How, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how you years? could argue they haven't been helped. I mean, you have a concierge who takes you from start to finish. Right. With usually without, being paid until without a dollar out of your pocket as the consumer. I mean, some, I mean, I think some firms probably take a retainer for exclusive. I have never run yeah. into that. We don't take a retainer no, for either, exclusive. No. So like, I mean, what company who like you can't walk into a law firm. I mean, I guess you could on a contingent case and, and lose 40 like the plaintiffs in this 30, case. 30% or something like that. You know, it's, it's been It's like, yeah, seriously. So, so I think that that's where they're they're feeling like it's their job because they're not defend. Let's face it, they're not defending themselves. They're defending realtors and consumers in um, the pursuit of home ownership, right? That's what the yeah. realtor association is all about. And I think one of the big pieces of their argument is we can't make it any more difficult for buyers right now. Yeah, and that's what they believe will be the ultimate. It will be. Um, yeah. What's the word? Like it will recourse, be, or 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 the other recourse is buyers go direct to the listing agent. Yeah, 
and they're still not really getting right. They people need to be represented. So like what right. you and I will do, right? Well, it will be turn them on to a buyer's agent in our office. But right. a lot will try and take it on their own. Now who's being represented? Now you right. can't. How is that better for either consumer? Right. You can't. You can't negotiate. It's for illegal the in some states. Or it's illegal. <laughs> it's, it is. And it sh- yeah. I, I think it should be too. But I do now too. you can't advocate for either side now you just have to be an intermediary well and those are all the deals that go sideways really right because you can't face. control and everybody either starts party. to get mad nobody's yep. standing up yeah. for me and who everybody you, feels like they're getting yeah. screwed who the, how, these are the questions who are you working for do you, yeah, you know yeah, whose yeah. side are you on what do you you know mm-hmm. I yeah. red flags yeah. yeah red flags for sure yeah. all right brendan you want to close this out eileen if you were to summarize I say one more thing oh, just oh yeah, yeah. yeah by the way the Plaintiffs in the case, the yeah. actual plaintiffs have not received one dollar. It's all gone. Where'd to the it go? Attorneys. The eighty million went to the attorneys. Mm-hmm. I'm in for, the wrong for, yeah, field. Yeah, for future, you know, for the litigation future litigation yeah. with NAR and to pay their back expenses. Yeah. And oh, America, That's, you're wonderful. Mm, so frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Close. One us out. word. Close us out. To describe your next twelve months. Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay. Well, why? Just because it has to be. Okay. Because I, I, ref- I refuse for it to be anything else. Eileen, your um, <laughs> enthusiasm and outlook are in- infectious and huh. keep it up. This don't don't ever let it go. No, we should no. we should put one uh, back on the books as this starts to get either to trial yeah. or something like that. Well, yeah, maybe or, when we start to see stuff and yeah, and whatever. or like I mean, we, if you run into Amy Wallach, feel free to invite well, you know, her. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to do even like a like a one off market minute. Like yeah, when, we, when the market's really volatile, we'll do like one off like segments or just even hop on like a zoom yeah. and just talk about like what's going on yeah i think it'd be cool to stay uh stay in we also had a so. good talk with, with uh scotty jones about this yeah. lawsuit as well maybe do a a, a catch up be, with he, scotty and eileen that'd be fun yeah that'd be fun you know Hi. you know this scotty? Was fun thank yeah. you cool. i'm thanks. a nerd i love talking about this thanks stuff. for coming on thanks for listening to the word podcast if you like what you heard don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes if you could take a minute and leave us a quick review, not only do reviews give us valuable feedback, but every positive review tells the algorithm to push this episode out in front of more people. If you really want to help us out, send this podcast to someone who you think would benefit. Thank you so much, and we hope to see you next time when we talk about the word. <laughs>